<clears throat> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Daniel Kay, the host of the Daniel Kay's Let's Plays podcast, the internet's first and favourite and only exponent of the uh, audio-only video game Let's Play genre. I've got a special episode. Yes, I do. Yes, indeed. It's going to be a Daniel Kay's Let's Taste. Oh, man, that sounds... Like, not a very appetizing name for a podcast, does it? But, uh, yeah. I've uh, I've got, like, myself a little, I don't know, taste task to do. I've got myself uh, <laughs> a couple different examples of chocolate malted uh, drink mixes, which have been uh, a topic of discussion on Twitter for me recently, with uh, hilarious podcast personality Harry Brimage. Uh, star of the consumption family of podcasts, for example, Failure to Launch and also Pun Watch. Two podcasts I will always recommend to everybody. Um, I was listening to a, an old, old episode of Failure to Launch in which Harry mentioned that uh, he... I think someone in the consumption team mentioned Ovaltine and he was like, oh, thanks, now I need to go buy Ovaltine because I forget whether or not I like it every single time after I've tasted it. And now I need to go buy it and taste it. It's kind of like a ritual where he he will always like when someone mentions Ovaltine, he'll be like, "Oh wait, do I do I like Ovaltine? I, I I forget." And then he buys it, and he's like, eh, "It's not bad." And then he forgets. Um, yeah. And so I I tweeted at him like, "Hey Harry, don't forget to buy Ovaltine." Um. But that was from, like, an episode which was, like, two or three years old at this point. So I have no idea whether Harry knew what the hell I was talking about. He was probably like, oh, jeez, this this madman is just following me on Twitter. I guess I'll play along and, and tweet some funny, uh, some funny puns at him, which I think is what he did. Um, so, yeah, everybody f- follow Harry. He's a funny guy. Uh, and I thought I'd also do the Ovaltine taste to see if I like it. It's been probably uh, 15 or so years since I've tried Ovaltine. I last tried Ovaltine at my aunt's place when I was staying with my cousins when we were all school children. And it's been a long time since that time was the time that was occurring. Yes, sir. Um, so I went out and bought Ovaltine. Here it is in my hand. You can hear it. Uh, well, it must all be caked up at the bottom because that doesn't sound like a very good shake, does it? Hang on. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, here we are. That's better. So I've bought this uh, 415-gram container tin of Ovaltine. It's uh, gotten a real makeover since I last looked at a tin of Ovaltine. There used to be a weird brown character on the front, and it used to be a brighter orange than this. This is much more like, I don't know, almost like the orange of a Nutri-Grain container. That's probably changed since I was a kid too, though. So I bought Ovaltine. I uh, I have Milo here as, like, uh, the stock comparison. Milo is, um, I guess it's just an Australian thing. Uh, Americans listening, you should probably find yourself some Milo. Uh, it, it's, it's a tasty uh, malted chocolate, uh, malted and cocoa-flavoured uh, milk drink mix. You know, like powdered. It's like a... Sort of like a, it's coloured brown, so everybody calls it like chocolate. Like it's sort of like a chalk milk mix. And you put it in with some cold or hot milk, whatever you feel like, and you mix it up. It's mostly like malted milk, though. It's mostly malted barley. 
that's the main flavor. And then you kind of get like hints of maybe there's chocolate to try and like, I think it's a pretty good, pretty good marketing on, on Milo's uh, part that everybody thinks it's a chocolate drink. It's got a little bit of chocolate in it. Mostly malted milk drink though. Uh, and then I also got a third thing to, t- to try, to taste. This thing doesn't really belong, like, next to Ovaltine and Milo, who are going to be the big competitors in this little Daniel Case uh, taste test episode. I got Dick Smith's Aussie Choc, chocolate drink. I bought this mostly as a joke, so much so that I, I took it home and I've hidden it from my wife so, so that she doesn't see that I bought this thing. Um, Dick Smith, if you don't know, is a local Australian personality. He's kind of an entrepreneur, like a business entrepreneur. I think he was in some kind of big technology industry and made a bunch of money. I forget what, but then he used his money to sort of start up little companies, uh, which would produce Australian, specifically Australian made and sourced products. And it's come out recently that he is a little bit, uh, maybe uh <laughs> possessing of some questionable views on immigration so i uh i didn't feel that great buying this product of him but on the side it says all profits to charity so i trust that somebody has benefited from this me buying this three dollars worth of uh of uh, choc milk mix gluten-free aussie choc chocolate drink this is 250 grams, so it's, it's a little little container compared to those other two. Oh, my Milo container was a container which I just already had around the house anyway, of course. It's one and a half kilos, so this is a monster tin, a great big monster tin which dwarfs both the oval tin and the Aussie chalk. I don't think the Aussie chalk is, is malted. Hang on. Ingredients, sugar, cocoa powder, and flavor. Those are the three ingredients. Yeah, no. So the Aussie Chalk doesn't really deserve to be on here. Anyway, sorry, I, I'm really rambling, aren't I? I, I should almost like uh, maybe start again. How long have I been going for? I can probably make this a snappier thing. Six minutes? That's not too bad. Yeah, six minutes. That's what you get. So I'm sat here uh, on my floor. I've got a tray in front of me. On that tray, I've got uh, listeners. I... Me and my wife, we've only got two drinking glasses because we tried to do a big cut down on dishes recently. So we uh, put all our glasses except for two in storage and all our plates except for two, bowls, cups, mugs, everything, uh, spoons, knives, forks. We've only got two of each so that we always wash everything right after we use it. The only thing I have three of is wine glasses. So I'm going to be trying these, uh, these drinks out of wine glasses. Uh, I've got three wine glasses here. I've got some uh, cold uh, milk. It's Devondale full cream milk. Um, and I've got one spoon for scooping and I've got one spoon for stirring. I'm just going to open up this little sachet of Devondale milk. I have uh, like small individual sort of sachets of Devondale milk for, for whatever reason. But I'm going to just start tipping the milk into the first wine glass. There it goes. Quite, quite a slow process, tipping milk out of this little container. Hope you're enjoying this, listeners. There we are. It's the whole thing. This is just like a little like travel snack pack. How It's 150 mils. So I'm just make, mixing myself like small, small portions of these three drinks. Ah, there we are. Help. Oh, 
just fill up the second wine glass. And you know what? I'm going to, in fact, cut forward to when all three wine glasses are filled. Okay, there we go. So we've got three wine glasses, uh, each with a quantity of milk in it. It's just these, like I say, it's small quantities. So uh, what I'm going to do is I've got my big scooping spoon here, and I'm just going to crack open the Milo first. Uh, and now I'll crack open the Ovaltine. Uh, of each of these drinks... Oh, this uh, Ovaltine has like a an aluminium kind of barrier on top, which I just got to break with my spoon. There we are. What a handy implement the spoon is. Um, these wine glasses, I should mention, are pretty special to my wife, so I, I feel really awkward using all three at once, because if I tip over and I break one of them, then I'm going to be using these spoons to commit seppoku, <laughs> because I don't want to be telling my wife that I broke one of her wine glasses. I'll probably use this uh, long, thin teaspoon uh, to plunge into my intestines, and then this big sort of tablespoon to uh, lob my head off. It'll be a pretty mean feat. Uh, yeah, so I've cracked open the Ovaltine and the Milo. They're both open in front of me, and now the, the Aussie Chock. This has a shitty plastic uh, barrier on top, which I've just peeled back. Okay, now the differences between these three powders in front of, in front of me have become pretty evident. The Milo is a really nice, like, I don't know, oaky brown. The Ovaltine is slightly darker, but also slightly less saturated in terms of its brown colour. It's like someone's turned the darkness down a tiny bit, but also the saturation down. It's less of a bright brown. Um, more sort of foggy or cloudy brown. What is this? This is almost like sanded down Jarrah. So it's not like a bright brown Jarrah, it's like a scuffed Jarrah colour. And now the Aussie Chalk is a much, much finer, sort of smokier powder, and it's also much paler and much, much more desaturated. It's almost grey. It's almost like a cloud colour. It's not very promising. I think the Aussie Chalk is... It really doesn't belong in here. I just, I pretty much just bought it because of the insane cartoon of a child on the front which is absolutely terrifying and might actually be the thumbnail for this. If it's not, then it'll be on Twitter accompanying this episode so you can look at this this mad, mad face that I'm looking at right now. It's like something out of a horror movie. Um, but yeah, so now I've got uh, these three wine glasses. I'm just going to uh, get a scoop of Milo and add it to this... F- Oop, gosh, this first wine glass. Here goes. Sploosh! That's floating on the top now. Uh, I really haven't thought through how I'm going to be doing this. I've just... I've got a scoop of Ovaltine. Oh, it's slightly rougher. It's less... uh, I don't know what. But yeah, it's just going to go sploop. And now it's floating on top of that wine glass. And I've got a scoop of this Aussie chalk. And bloop. Now that's dumped in that one. That third wine glass. Now I've got my tall stirring spoon. I'll just start with the Milo. I'm going to stir it right up. Uh, It's been a while since I've had Milo, but I remember the way you do this is you stir it for like 30 seconds or whatever, and then most of the Milo will dissolve through the milk and you'll have like a nice flavoured drink. But, here's the real treat, listeners, a lot of the Milo will be left sort of semi-saturated in a flotilla on top of the milk. And it's almost like a crunchy sort of, I don't know, loose, chocolatey, like floating island which you can... Yeah, crunched down, and it's really pretty entertaining. All right. So that's 
I'd say two-thirds dissolved and one-third still on top of the milk. Let's have a little taste of the milk and maybe a little taste of the crunchy island. Um, yeah, okay. It's all coming back to me, listeners. The milk is uh, disappointingly flavourless. Um, yeah, the Milo is, is not that great in the milk, but it, it when you just chew it, on top of the milk, that's a tasty, tasty flavor. I'm very happy with that Milo flavor. Let's move on to the Ovaltine, see how it compares. So, much like the Milo, it's it's floating dry on top of the milk now. I'm just going to start stirring it around, just like I did the Milo, probably for about half a minute, until it's all mixed through. I imagine Ovaltine is, like, similar in that you sort of get it to sort of crunch, crunch in your mouth a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh... First difference, listeners, I think the Ovaltine is dissolving faster and more. It's still... It smells different immediately. Okay. Um, yeah, and the, the sort of stuff left on the surface of the milk is formed into more, more definite sort of balls or pellets than the Milo did. The Milo was a little bit more thinly distributed in terms of its grains. So, okay... That's, uh... Oh, okay. When I stop stirring the the milk, more Ovaltine floats to the surface. So I'll say it's about the same as the Milo in terms of its dissolving ability into the milk. I'd say that's about two-thirds dissolved and one-third floating still on top. Let's have a drink of this milk. All right. It's actually very difficult to discern the difference. Let's have a little crunch of this crunchy stuff on top. Oh, okay. There's a definite difference. Yeah. The flavors are very similar. I'll say the Ovaltine is stronger. I think Ovaltine tastes stronger than Milo tastes. They are very similar, though. Um, And the Ovaltine, uh, the granules, I think, must be larger and sharper more brittle and it's almost like um i don't know no one knows what i'm talking about but it reminds me of like in a f- sort of fantasy land in my head crunching zeolite in my mouth uh it, it more so than the sort of slightly softer milo yeah it, it, it's harder and crunchier and it kind of cakes around the tops of my molars more than the uh than the Milo did. The Ovaltine is is kind of once you chew it, it becomes stickier, and when you start just begin to chew it, it it's a sort of sharper, crunchier, kunk 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 kind of texture. All right, now let's move on to the Oz the Aussie Chock. Aussie Chock. It's spelled like Oz E Chock. Um, listeners, this is interesting. The Aussie Chock has floated down to the bottom of the milk. And it is, when I stir it, it seems to be dissolving completely. So it's, um, yeah. It, this is definitely just like a chock milk. It's, it's in no way like a, a yeah. It, it, it really, there's no reason. I was just like wooed by the dumb uh, container. Let's, I can't really be comparing this. Let's have a little sip. There's nothing to crunch on. It's all totally dissolved. So let's have a sip of the milk. Oh man, okay, yeah. So, the milk, the Aussie chalk milk, is like 10 times as strong as the other two malted drinks. 
the other two drinks, which are malted drinks, I should say, because the Aussie Choc, like I keep on saying, not malted at all, not malted barley, not malted wheat. Um, the milk is so much stronger flavoured with that stuff, but it's not as pleasant a flavour. The other two are much more subtle tasting milk, but uh, subtlety in this case is paired with a slightly more deep and interesting flavour than the just the bludgeon, like fake chocolate flavour of the Aussie Choc. Um, one thing I should have a look at quickly is the side, the ingredients. Let's see, Ovaltine, barley and malt extract, 35%, and then milk, solids, sugar, cocoa, and minerals, calcium, iron, etc. Milo is... Where are we? Extract of malt, barley, 16%, or malt, barley, and rice, total extract, 35%. And then milk solids, sugar, cocoa, minerals such as calcium and iron. So that's almost identical, isn't it? They seem to be... Maybe I have like... I wonder if I have like an Australianized Ovaltine? Because really, the big difference in the two is sort of texture between your teeth. There's not that big a difference in flavor. Ovaltine is pretty much just tasting the same as Milo to me in the milk. I think I... Listeners, uh, this is not what I was expecting... I prefer Ovaltine. I, right now, this is an epiphany. The texture is enough to make it better. The flavour, it's hard to compare. They're very similar. If I had to guess, I might say I like the Ovaltine flavour a little better. It might be a little bit more distinct, a little bit more flavourful in the milk. That could just be because I left it slightly longer. Um... Yeah, but this, I think, at the end of this little experiment, listeners, uh, I'm going to be throwing out the Aussie Choc, but I'm going to be keeping the Ovaltine, and when it comes time to buy a new malted milk drink, I'm probably going to go Ovaltine over Milo. I think I'm a convert. What a surprise. I seriously wasn't expecting that. Um, Try this yourself, listeners. I mean, I know that's redundant. You've just listened to me do it for you for the last, what, 20 minutes, 15 minutes? How long has this gone for? 18 minutes and 50 seconds, approximately. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm glad I did this. This is... I've, like, learned something new about myself. This has been a journey of self-discovery. Uh, so thank you for coming on that beautiful journey with me, listeners. And uh, tune in next time, please. I'll be playing a video game, I promise, instead of doing whatever the hell this is. The Daniel K's Let's Tastes. Uh, yeah. The only good thing about this episode is that it hasn't been 50 minutes long, like the last couple have been. Um, uh, Thank you. Thank you for your company. And I'll see you next time you join me for another Daniel K's audio-only video game Let's Plays on the Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast. See you around, listeners. And special thanks to Harry Brimage for making this episode... Um, possible? I mean, you didn't make it possible. Harry, you didn't make this possible. I always had it in me to do this. It's just that, I don't know, you gave me the idea. Not explicitly either. He didn't, Harry didn't suggest this. I've done this all on my own accord. Harry is blameless. It's not like that situation with Cambo the Baker where he's entirely to blame for that, uh, that, um, what was it, the Danger Snake episode, Rubik's Snake. (laughs) <laughs> sorry Cambo I let you down with that one that was real soporific that one it could have been exciting I could have been like running around the house wrapping the uh, 
wrapping the Rubik's snake around objects and turning it into all kinds of different shapes, crowing about it. And instead, I got uh, I got distracted by uh, the features of um, of what is it? Rheingold polyhedrons? Reinhard Schönhard Schönhard polyhedrons? Wow, that uh, that episode certainly taught me something and that's the best i can say about it but that's not that's the, that's not this episode that's the other episode that's the other the other boring episode not this one all right thanks listeners like i said bye 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 see ya